Welcome to the new age. It's your guy Dayton. In new age, we trust. How y'all feeling today? I feel pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Here at New Age, we identify as anything but trust from babies. In other words, trust from babies, we are not. However, we bring y'all perspective on all things business, money, and culture. And today is Wednesday. We're doing reactions today, but we react to certain subject matters and give you our perspective on that subject. Let's get started. So, yesterday, we had our great president, Sleepy Joe Biden, with a State of the Union address. Okay? So, quick, what's your reactions to the State of the Union? Uh, well, to me... It didn't sound like a state of the union. It sounded like a re-election campaign. Uh, it was more of telling us what he had in mind. Instead of addressing the matter, he was telling us what the country needs more mm -hmm. than addressing what's going on with the country. And that's what a state of the union is supposed to be, addressing the matters that's going on currently. Because currently, you are the president. He was selling dreams to me from why, well, how I took it. He was selling dreams like he was trying to get reelected or trying to get his approval rating numbers up, which in the short, it seemed like he failed at that as well. So that's my reaction to the State of the Union. Biden, next time, I hope your campaign is written a lot more better because you failed at this State of, state of the Union. My reaction, my reaction is I think that um, – Biden, I mean, I think that politics within itself is currently the best show on television. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they say with the circus is the greatest show on earth. Yeah. I think politics just took its place. <laughs> um, you know, as sickening as some of this stuff is, you know, and what I mean by that is I feel like they, you know, play on people's intelligence, people's emotions. And just ride the wave out until the next term or the next, um, <laughs> uh, what, what you call them, every two years, one coming up this November, mm -hmm. pre, I mean, um, whatever those campaigns is that they have for the Senate, the House, next year is going to be the governor, you know, et cetera. So it's just midterms. Midterms, yeah, thank you. Um, it's, uh, you know, it, it's really. This stuff gets old to me. I guess that's the best way I can say it. It gets old. Okay, since it's getting old, let's play a game. Let's play a game, okay? So let's guess the state of the union. So I took quotes and, you know, phrases from Biden's state of the union address. I took quotes and phrases from Donald Trump's stated address. Okay? It's your job to guess either one. Who is saying what? Okay? okay? So let's go first. We will buy American to make sure everything from the deck of an aircraft carrier to the steel on highway guardrails is made in America. From beginning to end, all of it, all of it. Make but folks... To compete for the jobs of the future, we also need to level the playing fields with China and other competitors. Who said this? I'm going to go with 
Biden. You going with Biden? I'm going to go with Make America Great Again. Make America Great Again. The answer is Biden. Okay. Okay. He said compete with China. That was the giveaway to me. Okay. <laughs> that's an interesting giveaway because that's also what Trump was saying. If. That's what made me think because I heard Trump. The way, the way it was in the, written in the sentence made me like Trump would never say that. If you travel 20 miles east of Columbus, Ohio, you'll find 1,000 empty acres of land. It won't look like much, but if you stop and look closely, you'll see a field of dreams. The ground on which America's future will be built, that's where Intel, the American company that helped build Silicon Valley, is going to build its 20 billion semiconductor mega site. Who said this? I would have to say that Biden said this. Biden said this. Who said this? I'm going with Biden. Going with Biden. Biden said this. Yeah, that seems like because uh, uh, something an uh, article I just read talked about Intel building out, you know, a plant or whatever. So that's what made me. Of course, um, Trump is not currently president. That's what made me go with Biden. Okay, number three. More goods moving faster and cheaper in America. More jobs where you can earn a good living in America instead of relying on foreign supply chains. Let's make it in America. Who said this? Was it let's make America great again? You're going with Donald Trump. I'm going with Biden. You're going with Biden. The answer is... Joe Biden. Oh, he on a roll. He Biden. is on a roll. He sound like he was going for re-election. See, my point exactly. America has now gained 20, I mean 20. America has now gained 12,000 new factories under my administration. <clears throat> and, and factories being planned or being built. Companies are not leaving. They are coming back to the USA. The fact is that everybody wants to be where the action is, and the United States of America is indeed the place where the action is. Who said this? That was definitely Trump without question. His answer is Donald Trump. I'm going to keep the street going. <laughs> I'm going to go Joe. It is Donald Trump yeah. who said this. When you talk about action, Donald Trump, he bought that action for us. <laughs> okay. We should all agree the answer is not to defund the police. The answer is to fund the police. Fund them. Fund them. Who said this? Joe definitely said that. Joe Biden said that? Joe definitely said that last night. It's a quote on Twitter that proves it. Okay. So Twitter is the confirmation. And yes, Joe Biden did say this. Okay. The reason why I wanted to play this game is because I read a tweet last night. It said, Democrats are cheering for Trump's old policies. Secure border, fund the police, and American manufacturing. Ooh. So it sounds to me like Joe Biden may have stole Donald Trump's speech. <laughs> <laughs> According to Twitter. <laughs> It's interesting to see. It's also a clip going around of a 
compilation of Democrats shouting to defund the police, and now they're cheering and and standing ovation for Joe Biden saying, "Fund the police. Defund is not the answer." So, my reaction of the State of the Union is. This is a very popular This is very popular rhetoric Mm. This is very popular rhetoric And these politicians With no backbone They have no backbone They are Their backbone aligns with what's ever popular At the time And that's all that needs to be said Mm -hmm. If, If it's popular to Fund the police one day they want to scream out, fund them. If it's popular to defund the police one day, they're going to applaud and, and and do standing ovations about that. No backbone. They have no clear agenda. This is uh, typical politics at its finest. That is the state of the union to me. <laughs> Next subject. Next subject. You, y'all want me to continue, or continue, y'all want to continue? You doing such a fine job. Okay, they want me to do it, so I'll do it. I have no problem with doing what they want me to do. Anyway, mm-hmm. let's go into uh, let's go into Foot Locker. So Foot Locker is having a a very interesting time in their business, right? Have you, when you go to a Foot Locker, I don't know, Antonio, how how would you say you're into shoe culture? Like on a scale of one to ten? Five. Five. That's decent. You know, that's decent. I would say the same. I'm, I'm about a five. Five. So that's decent. It's not, you know, overly hype beastie, but it's not like I could give two shits about shoes. Exactly. You know? Right. You know? Um, when you go into a shoe store, what do you see? To in today's shoe store. In today's shoe store, not much of a selection. Not much of a selection. Shoes from ni- two thousand nineteen. Okay, shoes from two thousand nineteen. Those are both good perspective. So, reading this article earlier today, it says, if you haven't noticed, Nike products are becoming harder to find in stores. The popular Sportswear and sneaker company has been cutting ties with some of the nation's largest shoe retailers. Now Foot Locker, another popular footwear retailer, is ready, readying itself to pull Nike products from its shelves. Foot, Foot Locker announced last week no single vendor is expected to represent more than 60% of its business in 2022. Nike represented 70% of Foot Locker's business in 2021 and 75% in 2020. So, what's your reactions to that article that I just read? My reaction is, it seems like the shoe stores in general are becoming more obsolete. Mm. You know, um, I like Nike's approach. I want to just talk about Nike's approach, what they're doing, and why I believe that this will add to why I believe that the shoe companies, I mean shoe stores, are becoming more obsolete. Nike has recently went on a mission, decided to, you know, go on this mission to 
be direct to consumer. Mm-hmm. You know, and pretty much I think that that's a winning strategy in light of where society is going. Right. You know, um, even with the blockchain, not to talk about the blockchain, but everything is becoming wipe out the middleman mm-hmm. and go direct to consumer. Um, you know, it's a, a great business model, you know, from a market share standpoint, you know, you gain more at your bottom line. So I think in this situation, you know, uh, the closer we move or further we move into the near and distant future, I'm not sure how many brick and mortar shoe stores we'll even see, um, you know, over the next few years. I kind of agree with the, well, I ain't going to say kind of. I totally agree with the Nike business move for the simple fact of personal experience. At, during, the, or, you know, during the 2020 pandemic and moving forward to the day, I walk in the shoe store, I see nothing. What do I do? Something I've never done before the pandemic. Go on Nike.com and order some shoes. Get, get there, boom. Two days shipping, boom. I got them. I'm good. Don't think twice about it. Ever since then, I go directly to Nike to buy my shoes. Not even to the store no more. I don't even walk into a shoe store no more because I already know there's nothing in there. Nothing there's in nothing there. in there. <laughs> there's no new supply. Like what's new on Nike.com, you're not going to walk in the store and see it. Right. So like I'm wasting my time going into a shoe store at this point. So, so I definitely agree with Nike move. So you everybody agrees with Nike's move. I want to talk about Foot Locker. I want to talk about Champs. I want to talk about any other shoe store. Retail shoe store. Yeah. What can they do to pivot? If they call you, LJ's View, I need your perspective. My business is crumbling because we relied 70% of our inventory on Nike, and Nike isn't giving us anything. What I think, Same question to you, Antonio. What I think, I think one of two things, right? Um, either they got to make a choice to do something innovative in the digital space, right? If I'm them, I probably would, you know, even create some type of model, some vintage model of things. Like um, not necessarily a Nike brand. Because, you know, they do distribute various uh, various companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, in the article, Foot Locker expressed that they're gonna, you're going to see more. Uh, they'll pivot more towards Puma, New Balance, and some of the other brands who have not yet decided to go direct to consumer in the fashion that Nike that, has. That Nike has. Um, the other thing is Foot Locker might have to do something that they probably never considered. Which has come up with their own sportswear, their own line of shoes, clothing, socks, um, apparel to compete, and you know go direct. I mean, you know if they they can sell it both ways, you know, in their store as well as you know um, something online. That would fail. That would fail miserably. Imagine what? imagine them making a Foot Locker sneaker. Like who would buy that? Just like the, I, I, design, go ahead. I agree. Like I don't think Foot Locker should make their own because. So this is what I mean, really quick, right? When I say make their own, I'm talking about from a collaboration perspective, right? You see, Gap partnered with Louis Vuitton, right? 
Um, this person partnered with Bar- Burberry, this, that, or the third. But they still have that, like, even though Gap. Gap already made clothes, though. Right. But all I'm saying is they got to do a collaboration in order to. It, it don't matter if Gap made clothes or not. The thing that attracts the high end buyer to Gap in this current climate is that their partnership with Yeezy, their partnership with Burberry, their partnership with the Louis Vuittons, things like that. I understand that, but you, Gap Gap is a clothing brand. I agree. Foot Locker isn't a clothing brand. Which is why they need to partner with one. What you mean they need to partner? They already partner with, with clothing brands. Like... You're, you're you don't understand what I'm. You don't understand what I'm saying when I say that they need a partner based on the example that I gave with Gap did Louis Vuitton. You don't understand what I'm. Those saying? are two separate different things. Right. You said I'm just want to make sure you understand it because you're saying when I understand exactly was, what you're okay, saying. Got you. I understand exactly what you're saying. Got you. Go ahead. I just don't agree with what you're saying. Okay, and that's fine. Foot Locker would, to me, fail miserably if they started making their own clothes. Collaboration or no collaboration. Okay. Go ahead. I don't think nobody's buying Foot Locker clothes. I do think they should could pivot and should pivot more so into what Fanatics is doing when you got uh, sports memorabilia, they selling memorabilia. Champs and Foot Locker could even get into like sports cards and, and all that. I think memorabilia is, we've seen how NFT... Yeah, I say vintage. One of out of one of the two things. Right. That's what I, I do. I think they could really pivot in that direction. You see, uh, Mitchell Ness just been bought out. That mm-hmm. would have been a great buyout for somebody like Foot Locker, for somebody like Champs. I think the memorabilia space would be great for them. Also, I mean, they let they let apps like Goat, apps like uh, StockX just come right under the nose, and you. People don't even go to Foot Locker and Champs. Uh, real sneakerheads, mm-hmm. real people that's really into shoes. They don't even go to Champs and Foot Locker. They go to Goat, Stock X. Like that's where, and you know the sneakers apps that Nike and Adidas is um, coming out with. So I think what they can do is start to do resale. If they could start to do resale. And allowing people to, similar to like a, a, a Walmart almost, allowing people to build a digital infrastructure, a digital app to allow people to bring that product on and resell it. And they just get, you know, commission or whatever the case may be. Those are the two pivots that I see that would need to happen. Or champion, champion, I mean champion, champs and footlock is just going to become extinct. Okay, moving on. Reaction number three. What are we talking about? That kind of threw me off. We got Foot Locker. We did that. Okay. We did State of the Union. Kyrie Irving and the mayor of New York. Okay, pick it up. Let's go. So it came out, an article came out yesterday stating that the current Uh, recently elected mayor of New York has stated that he stands on the position of the previous administration and this uh, pandemic situation that Kyrie Irving 
will no will still not be able to play in any games in the state of New York, in, which includes Brooklyn Nets Arena as well as the Mecca Madison Square Garden. Even though they have just passed a law lifting the mandates um, of vaccinations indoors in public facilities. What do you guys think about the current mayor's stance, decision to make this stance and not allow Kyrie Irving to play in the state of New York? I mean, I get it in a way, but I mean, like, I, he said he don't want to make uh, – he don't want to make uh, exceptions. He said, uh, you know, if I let Kyrie, you know, play. But you said they lifted the mandate. Yeah, they, that's what the article states. They lifted the mandate for vaccinations and indoors. Seemed like Mayor Eric has a bet with Vegas to make sure Kyrie <laughs> don't get a certain incentive in points or something. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, if you lift the mandate for your citizens and, your, you know, yeah, your citizens, why does Kyrie still have to be affected by you can't play because you're not vaccinated? That doesn't that doesn't ring a bell to me at all. I, I'm kind of confused on his stance on that. That's not the part that doesn't make sense. The part that doesn't make sense. Cut me off, not to cut me off, right? <laughs> not to cut you off, but to cut you off. That's not the part that makes sense. What doesn't make sense is Kyrie Irving can go be in attendance of the game, but he literally just can't be on the court because. He's a worker. They lifted the mandates, but the workers still have to follow the protocol because they're at work. Similar to what we were just talking about, the Cheesecake Factory, you know, up here. Right. That's the part that doesn't make sense. So, literally, Kyrie Irving could be on the sideline in the in the Spike Lee seats, even though that's Madison Square Garden. On the sideline, be a fan, whatever the case may be. He cannot be literally five inches on the court playing. That's the part that doesn't make sense. So fans and customers can come in freely now, but the workers still can't. And I'm going to add to what doesn't make sense about this. Recently, you had... Adam Silver, the commissioner of the National Basketball Association, come out with a statement that he and he expressed his disdain and confusion for this matter. He stated that, you know, you have other players who don't live in New York who has chosen not to receive the, the jab and yet they're still welcome and still able to play in the state of New York. Yet somebody who lives or either plays for a team in the state of New York, as long if they haven't made the decision to be jabbed, then they can't play in these same games. <laughs> so that does not make any sense to me. And, and it would be it would be more digestible if if they just cut stuff out like that. Like the fact that it just is hypocritical at this point, and not only is it hypocritical, let me try to choose my words. No, I'm not gonna choose my words. Okay, it's just retarded to me. 
It's, it's literally retarded to me. I don't understand how that makes sense. Like, what world does that make sense? Because you're still not protecting the people that's coming into that you proclaim to that you, that you're trying to protect. If you're allowing these people to come play, so I mean, you know, that's my reaction. It's just it's retarded. That's my reaction. It's retarded. So where do we go from here? You know, with this client, uh, um, climate of sports and entertainment in the state of New York and other cities around the country that has taken such a stand. I mean, you got to keep the same motto, go day by day. Because, mm-hmm. like, things been changing, you know, COVID levels have come down. But, you know, the reaction to it has become slower. Like, everybody said, oh, we can, you know, take your mask off. But you're still saying, like, Ew, if you're not, you don't have the vaccine, you still have restrictions on what you can do. Like, some things just don't make sense. So we just got to take it day by day. Who knows? In three months, the COVID numbers might go up, and we might have to get put masks back on. So at this, at this time, you got to take it day by day. Yeah, and I agree with you. It's it's a it's a it's a day by day thing, but more importantly, again, and I'm gonna sum it up here. We we started this talking about the state of the union and politicians. And we ended this talking about the state of New York and politicians. When when we got people in here that don't got no backbone that ain't standing on nothing. You can't tell me you're trying to protect people and then not protecting people. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. That's really what we're talking about. Politicians. At the end of the day, this is the new age. Like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think about this podcast. Listen, give us a rating. If you like the podcast, five stars. Even if you don't like it, give us a one star. Just rate it. Anyway, this is the new age. And new age, we trust.